Welcome to Off the Bench with Scotty Sadler and Benny Jones for Bob Jane T Mart Tire and Wheel Specialists. Now, welcome to Off the Bench. It is a massive, massive week in the Australian sporting calendar. And if you're an NRL fan, well, quite simply, they don't get any bigger than this. Grand final Sunday, not far away. I'll tell you what, Sydney Roosters, Canberra Raiders, we have got a mouth-watering matchup on our hands. Benny Jones is my name. Thanks to Bob Jane T. Marts, Tyrone Wheel Specialist. Great to have your company here on Off the Bench. It is such a big week. We've given our man Scotty Sattler the night off, uh, the day off. And he is uh, putting his feet up, relaxing as he prepares for the big NRL Nation call on Sunday night at ANZ Stadium. He's had a massive week at the NRL Fan Fest in the Sydney CBD. And in fact, we're going to hear a couple of those chats had with himself and Badge. Brett Camorley uh, has been there as well, uh, chatting away, as has a host of others, Steve Blocker Roach. But players galore, some of the biggest names in the NRL stopping by to talk about, well, their seasons. Unfortunately, not arriving as far as the Roosters and the Raiders, but also their uh, thoughts on how the grand final itself may play out. So coming up a little later on in the program, we'll hear from Brisbane Flyer Corey Oates, one of the most popular players in the competition. There's no doubt about it. Joshy Reynolds and Manly superstar Tommy Trebojevic. So looking forward to that. We'll have our Makita Power player as we do each and every week and so much more off the bench. Hope you can stick around for the next hour or so. But we're going to kick it off with, well, one young man who will be out there on Sunday experiencing a grand final for the first time, which is no mean feat, considering, well, it's only his first season in the competition. Easy game, this NRL, isn't it? Canberra young gun Bailey Simonson. I had the pleasure of catching up with him a little earlier on in the week. Sirens about to sound, little chip and chase. Nickel clocks that there and eludes him. A secondary kick. Ball to be won. It is on halfway by Simonson, who's tackled. And for the first time in 25 years, the Canberra Raiders are back in the grand final. Well, joining us on Sports Day, great thrill to have uh, one of the young guns at the Canberra Raiders who are set to create some history looking for their first premiership in a quarter of a century this Sunday when they tackle the Sydney Roosters at ANZ Stadium. Going to be a belter, no questions about that. We're going to ask this guy a few questions to see how his week's been so far. Bailey Simonson, who joins us on Sports Day. Bailey, welcome, mate. Grand final week so far. There's still a bit to play out, but it has been everything you imagined it might be? Nah, you know, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been um, been a crazy week so far, and um, yeah, obviously excitement really started building after that, that South preliminary final. Um, where we managed to get a spot in the GF. So, yeah, it's been a, been a great week so far. Just looking to um, soak it all up. How have you found the first couple of days? I know there was a fair amount of media that took place today. I've seen vision of the Canberra locals who are just absolutely thrilled with the way the side has gone this season, lining the streets, the Viking clap. It's a lot of outside noise. How do you go? Is it still a relatively young footballer to try and, to try and keep the focus on the job at hand on Sunday? It must be a little tricky. Yeah, look, it's um, I think it's really exciting, obviously, for the Canberra community having having the Raiders in the grand finals really um, brought a smile to people's faces, and, and it's obviously exciting. But um, as a player, um, our job is just to focus on the game on Sunday and, and look just to prepare as we do every other week. We had a good session this morning um, on the field, which is which is important. Mm-hmm. Get leg ticking over, and yeah, we'll look to just focus on our next session on Thursday. So for me personally, I'm just trying to treat it every other week and just um, get through our sessions with high quality and. Um, yeah, hopefully come out on Sunday and, and put in a good performance. You've got a guy leading from the front there, Bailey, who's been there, done that. I'm, of course, referring to your coach in Ricky Stewart. He's uh, played in enough grand finals. He's won enough grand finals. So 
Obviously, he'd be a pretty good sounding board this week for a lot of you guys, not just yourself, but a lot of your Raiders teammates who um, who haven't experienced getting this deep into a season before. Yeah, look, Sticky's been he's massive for us and he's he's been huge for us all year. Um, he's obviously been there and done that as as both a player and a coach. So this week's not not too new, not new to him at all. It's um, something he's experienced before, so he's um, definitely helpful for us and he's. He's just sort of tried to calm the whole week down and, and that outside noise that you spoke about, it, mm. it is just that. It's just outside noise and uh, we can't control any of that. So our jobs as players is just to focus on um, preparing well and, and with him in charge, um, he's made that very easy and just told us to focus on our roles and treat us another week and yeah, we'll go out there on Sunday and, and really rip in. Hey, uh, Bailey, a lot's spoken about uh, the opportunities that are few and far between to play in grand finals. I know on the other side of the ledger, you've got a bloke like Cooper Cronk who's about to play in his ninth. You're playing in, of course, your first in your first season, no less. But you must look across at a teammate like Sia Soliola. I read a great article today about his relationship with Sticky uh, that Ricky brought him to the club in 2004. So 15 years ago, and he's had to wait patiently for his opportunity. It probably is a reminder that you've just got to take every opportunity you get when it comes around. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm um, I'm definitely not naive to the fact that it's um, it's no easy feat to um, make a grand final, and, it, and it's really rare to be able to play in a grand final. So to be able to do it in my first season, um, you know, I'm really humbled and grateful by that. But I'm definitely not going to take this whole week for granted because I know that I know how rare these opportunities are. And um, you talk about players like Sierra and um, we've also got players, you know, like Jared Croker and yeah. Jackie Wyden and those boys that have um, been around for a long time and. Uh, this is going to be their first grand final. So, yeah, I definitely, I know myself and a lot of the younger boys um, look up to those boys and, and we'll definitely be going out there and, and doing our best to make it um, uh, memorable for, for them too. I had a bit of a run around this morning, uh, Bowl Reports, things going pretty nicely in camp there too. Bailey, I, I see that Joey Leilua was up and about. There had been a few concerns with him. He's had a, an interesting final series to say the least, but it looks as though he's tracking okay. Yeah, yeah, look, um, the boys had a, a great session this morning and, Got through our work. Um, yeah, Joe is out in the field this morning, and he's he's all guns blazing. So he'll be he'll be good to go come Sunday and ready to rip in, um, which is great. He's a he's a yeah. massive asset to our team, and um, everyone knows what what BJ can do when he's on on song. So um, I'm hoping that he can get out there and uh, put in a huge performance and um, really lead the way for us. You're coming up against a side, Bailey, that's trying to create a little bit of history themselves. Not many teams in the recent era have gone back-to-back. I think you've got to go back to the Broncos, in fact, uh, almost the turn of the century. So that comes with its own pressure. Were you a player on Saturday who watched the other preliminary final, or are you someone who just prefers to put the feet up, relax, take your mind off it, and just, just focus on yourselves? Yeah, no, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't sit down and watch the whole game, but I um, yeah, caught a bit of it, and Obviously, the Roosters are a class outfit, and um, mm. you know they got some great players. You, you don't make two grand finals back to back if you're not a quality team. So, yeah, they, they'll definitely be a big challenge for us. But um, at the same time, it's, this week's about us and, and what we can control, and just nailing our own game plan and, and preparation. And uh, come Sunday, what will be will be, and, and we'll put our best foot forward, and, and hopefully, um, we get the result. Hey, it's obviously a team effort to win a premiership and to get this far. It involves everyone shoulders behind the wheel, but there's a lot of conversation around at the moment, uh, Bailey, about another one of your teammates in Josh Papali. Uh, arguments um, suggesting that he could be, at the moment, the best pound-for-pound player in the NRL. You get to run out alongside him each week. I'm sure you'd be an advocate for those sort of claims. Yeah, mate, he's an absolute freak of a player. I've um... You know, when Josh, when Papa wants to put his foot down and, and do something, he's, there's, there's no one that's going to really stop him on that field. He's, um, 
you know, such a humble humble leader too and, and a massive part of our team. Um, you know, without Papa, he really holds this team together and he's the glue to that engine in the forward pack. So, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely someone I'd, I'd love playing with and I, I don't think I'd love to play against him. So I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely glad he's on my team. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, Bailey, uh, obviously we hear it firsthand on the show from, from Badge. Gary Belcher is obviously a, a bit of Canberra royalty from his premiership winning exploits in the, in the late yeah. 80s, early 90s. He talks about how the entire community gets behind their football club. And, yeah, it's been maybe a little bit of slim pickings in recent seasons. And as we've touched on that that 25-year premiership drought, have you felt that over the last month as the finals have kicked off uh, the entire Canberra township, if it will, just uh, really rallying behind the troops? Yeah, mate, it's, it's, it's unreal to be a part of. Um, you see all the, the community and the supporters, and uh, they're just so passionate and, and so much love towards this club and, and this community, and it's... It's massive for us, you know. A massive crowd out there last week was um, was huge in helping us get the result, and uh, it's definitely helpful having them behind you and all the support. And um, yeah, we'll just be looking to go out there this week and, and continue that. And, and with their support, it'll be a great atmosphere. And hopefully, there's a lot of green jerseys out there. And um, yeah, we can get a get a result for them. Well, that's a really good point you make, Bailey, because you know we're, we're hearing suggestions that uh, obviously come Sunday, and we know that there's a bit of a neutral element to a grand final crowd, a lot of corporates, a lot of theatre goers, if you will. But uh, the Roosters not one of the biggest drawing clubs from a fan base point of view, and they're talking about an absolute march, a horde of Canberra f- fans that are going to embark on on Sydney this weekend. They could become like a 14th man out there on the field. Yeah, exactly. They're um, as I said before, they're such a passionate group and. And um, they love their Raiders, and yeah, having them will be huge. You know, I, I'm not too sure um, how many will get there, to be honest. But um, as you said, um, having having the green the green uh, fans take over Sydney would be huge, and um, definitely give us a boost out there, and, and go a long way to helping us get the result. Just a couple before we let you go, Bailey. Appreciate your time, and what is a huge week for you and your football club? Have you been bombarded with with ticket requests from family and friends for this week? I don't know how it works in the NRL if you get a, a certain allocation of tickets as a player, but How's that been? Have you been yeah. fielding a few phone calls? Yeah, look, I've um, had a few messages and uh, <laughs> a few few people come out of the woodworks. But um, <laughs> for me personally, I just keep it um, keep it at level here. I've got my um, my family that come out and yep. uh, my partner and her family, so they'll be they'll be good to have them there. And um, mm. yeah, it's going to be really exciting for my family too. So I can't wait. Yeah, that's right. It's more than just the player. There's so many other people involved that have helped you in your journey this far. And, and as far as uh, the rest of the week is concerned, well, what's that look like, Bailey? I know obviously the grand final breakfast later on in the week. Are you all expected to go to that, or even when you do go to that, do you then head back home, or do you just stay in Sydney for a, a couple of nights? What's what's the plan as far as you know it at this stage? Yeah, so we actually head up to um, Sydney tomorrow. Okay. We'll um, stay stay right through to Sunday. So um, there's a few few different things that obviously go on throughout the week. Um, still, the boys have got um, nominations for the Dalian Awards, so they'll be out there on Wednesday. And um, yeah, yeah, hopefully I'll be cheering them on. Fingers crossed. They um, pick up some awards, and um, yeah, we'll train on Thursday, and uh, another captain's run obviously on Saturday, and then uh, it's all guns blazing on Sunday for the big one. So. Yeah, a pretty chaotic week in terms of our media commitments for some of the boys and that. But um, I guess, like I said before, we're sticky and some of those experienced um, yep. coaching staff and um, players in this team will um, manage that as best we can and 
uh, all eyes and, and we'll all be on deck and focusing on the job at hand. Well, it's good to see you embracing it, Bailey, because, um, yeah, as we spoke about off the top, there's never a guarantee this opportunity will come around again. I'm sure that you'll be hopeful they do, but as far as the here and now, we're very excited for Canberra. And as you mentioned, Dally M, I think uh, your co-captain, Josh Hodgson, he might figure pretty prominently tomorrow night. So we'll keep our fingers crossed for Joshy as well, mate. Uh, all the best for the rest of the week. And, of course, it goes without saying on Sunday. It's been an amazing season so far for you. You're first at the club. And uh, we just hope you get the result you're after on the weekend. Good luck against the Roosters, mate. Thanks for having me, mate. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thank you. So good luck to the young man, Bailey Simonson. Just put that into some context. He's playing in his first season, grand final straight up. His teammate, Sia Soliola, is playing in his 15th season and is experiencing a grand final for the first time. So it just goes to show you take nothing for granted. You never know when the next opportunity might come about. More off the bench to come. Up next, we're going to catch up with a man who would dearly love to be out there Sunday. But uh, unfortunately, his Brisbane Broncos, well, they had a pretty inglorious exit from the NRL finals this season. That said, plenty always to look forward to. The dawn of a new campaign, renewed hope, and the Brisbane Broncos will be keen to atone, I'm sure. Corey Oates, who caught up with the boys at the NRL Fan Fest, that's next here on Off the Bench. And we're doing it for Bob Jane, your tyre and wheel specialists. You're listening to Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart, tyre and wheel specialists. This is Off The Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart, tyre and wheel specialists. Hey, welcome back to Off The Bench. Benny Jones with your flying solo. Scotty Sattler just giving him some time to prepare and just relax and get himself geared up for a huge day Sunday, an even bigger night. And, of course, the NRL Nation call team will have all angles covered as the Roosters and the Raiders are vying for 2019 supremacy. Should be a belter. Hey, Bob Jane T-Mart, speaking of belters, How's this for a deal? Buy three, get one free. On selected tyres, you've got to hurry, though. Get in quick. And Bob Jane, T-Mart's their wonderful crew, will look after you. Uh, the NRL Fan Fest was a massive success through the week in the Sydney CBD. Badge and Sats were there amongst a host of other NRL Nation stars. Players galore and one who stopped by for a chat was Queensland star and Broncos fan favourite winger Corey Oates. His thoughts on not only the grand final, but, of course, the Brisbane Broncos campaign. Let's take a little listen. Corey Oates, welcome to NRL Fan Fest Radio, Corey. Thanks for having me, boys. Seeing you there playing with the kids. It's great. Great initiative, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, you know, a lot of fun that uh, the young kids had, had this morning. Um, you know, so does boys. You know, it's, it's always fun to come to these sort of things. And, um, yeah, just put a little smile on their face. It's not that hard, but you, you still get a good little sweat up, too. A couple of them when quicker you're... off the mark than you, Corey, I noticed, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, I, I don't sweat. mind that at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm more than happy to say that I'm not that quick off the mark. So, Mate, how's the feel as a player? You're down here this week to celebrate in a, the, the grand final week, but as a player, you would have started the year going, I want to be in the grand final. You had the chance to be a part of a grand final a while back. He just wants to rub it, it in, doesn't he? How does it feel? What do you, you know, does it, how do you feel? How do you feel? Does it motivate you? Do you think, wow, we've blown a chance this year? Yeah, it, it always hurts. Um, you know, like you said, at the start of every season, all you want to do is, you know, make the grand final and win a grand final. Yeah. And that's what you always work towards. And, um, you know, every year you, you just miss it and, you know, you don't quite get there. It just, you know, it, it just keeps ticking over. And then you start to realise, you know, like, your career's only so long, yeah, yeah. and you know how close we were in fifteen. We weren't, we haven't been back there, yeah. and it just hurts yeah, more and more every year. And um, you know, coming to these sort of thing, it's great, but yeah, like you said, it, it sort of does you know motivate you because you want to be the 
the people that everyone's coming to see. Well, these blokes want to put rubbish on you and try and have opinions <laughs> on that. I, I think as a player, you, you, you start the year thinking I want to make the grand final, but at some stage you get into the middle of the season and you, and you get a run of form and you, you actually start positively thinking that you can actually believe win the comp it. and believe it. And then you go, okay, what's our, what do we need to improve that will stop us from winning the comp? Did you just have that feeling at all this year? Um, I honestly did. I, there were games where I um, thought after them, like, you know, I said, we're a, we're a real chance this year. Like, we, you know, we, 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 we dug in, we, we defended and um, just played a tough game like, of, of, of football. And then, you know, there are other weeks where um, like everyone would remember, but like, you're just like, you know, what are we doing? And then um, it's sort of it's disheartening a lot because, you know, you, you know how good you can be, but, you know, we just weren't consistent enough. And we just we were a roller coaster all year. Like, there was, like I said, there was times where I thought, you know, we're a real hot chance. And then there was just the times where I went, yeah, like I'm, I'm not too confident in where we're going to go. But I think that's just the way the year was for us. You know, we just, you know, we're, we're very inconsistent. And the teams that are there now, or well, the teams that are playing on Sunday, that they were the most consistent teams all year. There's a lot of expectation around the Brisbane Broncos from their fans and, and from the media. And I think some of it's unrealistic. But I believe that after the season, with all the pressure on everyone, and the coach included, that there's been some pretty heavy meetings and some home truths told to different players, and you you involved in those? <laughs> Who told you that? No, well, that's been reported. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, you always have your season review and, yes, and, yes. All that, and all that sort of stuff. And I think, um, you know, this year was a really bad year for, for the Brisbane Broncos. Um, you know, it was uh, pretty embarrassing, to be honest with you. You know, it was my seventh seventh season there now and um it's probably going to go down as one of the worst seasons i think I've, I've been a part of and um the home truth is always you know i think a great way to go it's about important. it um but like you know for myself I, I i know that i'm like really disappointed in the way i finish my season and you know it doesn't i don't i don't need someone to tell me that sort of stuff but even even the way that he'll he'll bring it across it, it's it's always good to know that you know he's hurting too. Um, yep. Everyone's hurting. Like the whole team hurts. You know, not just the players, but all the staff too. And um, yeah, look, the the whole I, th- I think team and staff. We all need to I think change and do a lot different to next year. And that's what they're going to do. They and they've they've come out and said that in our meetings. And um, yeah, like it, it, it was tough to cop, but. You know, when you have a season like we did, that's what needs to happen. Mm, absolutely. Now, listen, we've got a text message through our text message line, 0437-209-706. Listening on the SEN app is Les on the Sunshine Coast. And he says, Corey, if there is going to be a change to the captaincy, who as a player internally would you see as a really good captain? Um, I feel like uh, you can have your leaders and then you have your captain. Um, I, I, I have nothing against Darius mm. um, as a captain, but... If, if if he's not going to have it next year, that the bloke that I'd want, people would probably be surprised, but I think Anthony Milford. I know it's a bit cool, but I just think... Give him the responsibility. Give him the responsibility because I've always believed that he loves it and he loves, like, I think having it, but he doesn't even realise that because, I don't know, I, I just think having that bit of extra responsibility, it'll make his game, you know, go to another That's level. Interesting. How's your contract <laughs> stuff going? Have you sorted that out? I've never seen... I've, I've read a couple of times during the year, Corey Oates has sorted his contract out. It's, sorted. it's about to be signed. Well, he Corey started Oates. writing a, a column for the Courier Mail. Yeah, we so thought, we thought, oh, that's oh, his third party agreement. Oh, that's the little one under the table. <laughs> What's going on? That's my new job. Is it? Yeah, Write it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in the media. Okay. 
I'm going to be that Expect bloke. Expect a big pay cut, eh? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be that bloke that breaks stories. Yeah, and get, gets, 100%. Gets into the grill of Wayne Bennett. Who do you think gave out the pokey story? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's been there and thereabouts for the last six months. So. Are you confident you'll be signed and sealed and playing for the Broncos next year? Yeah, I am. Um, but I, I just don't know when I'll sign it. I don't know whether I, I want to go back to pre-season. You know, November fifteenth. Or... Oh, is this just because you don't want to you don't want to train until January? You say, look, I'll sign yeah, the contract. So... Hang on, I'm just going to Fiji for a couple of weeks. This is, I this done is it last year. This is really good on the fact that we got some honest truths and we've got to train hard, but we're going to change. But I'll just probably sign it in January when exactly. I'm ready to train. Yeah. <laughs> Do wingers need to train as hard anyway, Corey? I wouldn't think so. No. <laughs> I, I, I don't think they should. No. <laughs> What would make you want to become a back rower? What 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 makes the fascination? Yeah, but what makes the fascination? You, you've turned into one of the, the best wingers in the competition. Great high ball component. You know, you get 15, 20 carries. You get to score tries. Why do you want to come in the middle? Well, well, I, I did start there, but the reason why I used to love back row so much, but I don't, I don't know if this is a bit weird or not, but I used to hate getting hit and not being able to hit the bike back. So playing back row, I used to always love it because the way I run, people have got a fair chance of hitting me. Because oh, wingers don't wingers make wingers can't wingers, you it. Can't, <laughs> you can't get the chance wingers to jam don't him. get the chance to smash anyone. Okay. Mike Acevo. Oh, Where is it? in the back row? George Tafua. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably be too tired at the moment. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I, I enjoy the week now, and I've, I've sort of realised that this is probably my position for a while. So um, later on in my career, if I start slowing down and all that sort of stuff. The wingers get paid more than back rows these days. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Not at the Broncos, eh? Hey, uh, listen, we could sit here all day like we can with all our guests, but uh, you're really refreshing. I love your angle on, on the game, Corey, and um, thanks for joining us on NRL Fan Fest. Enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy Sunday wherever you're going to watch it. Yep. Um, be like drinking vinegar watching a grand final when you could have been part of it. When I don't like watching it, mate, to be honest with you. Yeah, I but don't. thank you very much for joining us. No, thanks very much for having me. Cheers. Corey Oates there as we get to a break. Up next, our Makita Power player. And we'll also hear from Josh Reynolds, another NRL superstar who was a big part of the Fan Fest in Sydney through the week with Sats and the boys. That's all coming up for Bob Jane T-Mart. Stick around. This is Off The Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart, tyre and wheel specialists. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Great to have your company. Final weekend of the NRL season. Just one game, two sides left in the hunt. And the Roosters vying for back-to-back titles. First side to do that in a long, long time. And speaking of a long time, we have to go even further back to the last time the Canberra Raiders won an NRL premiership. Back in the days of the ARL, 1994. Part of that uh, golden era for the Canberra Raiders, where they won, I think, three it was in total, two of which our man Gary Belcher was involved in, but 94, their last crowning glory. So for the first time in a quarter of a century, they're hoping to lift that shield on Sunday night. It's going to be a belter of a game. Looking forward to it. And before we get the thoughts of NRL star Josh Reynolds, who stopped by the Fan Fest and caught up with Badge and Sats uh, through the week in Sydney, let's get into this because it's a big part of the show. And uh, this one is one of the most incredible cricketing achievements we're likely to see this summer. It's time to nominate a Makita Power Player. Makita's cordless power garden range, when power means business. It's the world's largest range with over 200 tools on the one battery. That is the Makita cordless power garden range. Uh, I've got to tell you what, uh, there is something special about Alyssa Healy. 
We know she's an insanely talented cricketer, but she started to set some marks now that, well, I'm not sure are ever going to be beaten. One of the great knocks of all time through the week at North Sydney Oval in the third and final match uh, between the two nations in the T20 competition, which Australia have clean swept. Alyssa's gone bananas with the bat in hand. 148 from just 61 deliveries. Incredible stuff. North Sydney Oval couldn't contain her. Uh, Amazing uh, with, I think she had seven sixes and uh, also a stack of boundaries thrown in there as well. There you go. 19 of them, in fact. 19 boundaries, seven sixes. Australia finished up at two for 226. So she contributed 148 of those. Kept Sri Lanka to 7 for 94. So the game wasn't much of a contest in that regard. But she's completely destroyed her teammate Meg Lanning's previous world record. That was 133 in a T20 game. And she brought up her 100 in 46 balls. That's the second fastest in history and the fastest by an Australian. Put simply, a power performance, some power hitting. Alyssa Healy, 148 from 61. Take a bow. Incredible stuff. Hey, here on Off the Bench, as part of FanFest through the week, a lot of fun for the boys, the NRL Nation call team. Their experts were catching up with some of the big heavy hitters in the NRL. One of those is Josh Reynolds, very popular member of the West Tigers outfits and a New South Wales representative as well. Caught up with Josh to uh, talk about the Tigers campaign, but also his thoughts ahead of Sunday's grand final. Our special guest coming up is a man, I think he's one of the most passionate players in the NRL and a player I would have loved to have played alongside and it's none other than Joshy Reynolds. Welcome, Josh. Thank you, mate. Thanks for joining us. Now, it's been a, it was a checkered season for yourself with injury, but yourself, um, how, do you, how do you explain the, uh, the season of the West Tigers again so close? Yeah, you're not wrong in the fact of, mate, my season was just up and down and, you know, obviously injury, but, and then also not getting selected and it's probably my, um, I reckon my, you know, toughest year, like with a, with a fair few adversities, you know, I've, I was fairly lucky uh, when I was at the Dogs, I was, you know, pretty much playing week in, week out and, you know, to, to sort of come to the Tigers and I suppose being a battle for that, with, with Benji for that spot, it was, it was very different, but I think it's, it brought, it's brought out some some good good things for me, you know. It's um it's obviously been tough because I'd love to play week in week out, but it's, it's just rugby league, isn't it? You just got to get on with it. You look like you're going to be, from what I can see, in in the hooker role next year because of um, uh, Robbie retiring and uh, Jacob Little got an injury. Is that right? So that's um that that could work out pretty well. You're comfortable playing there regularly if that if that's the case. Yeah, I, that, that's how I, I finished the year at yeah. hooker and. To be honest, when I first got in there, I was, I was a bit nervous. It's it's a different beast in the middle there. <laughs> it's uh, you know, you got obviously the big boppers running at you, and but it's more just the fatigue factor. It, it just it's non-stop. You know, you yeah. running out in the halves, not you just you make one or two tackles. No, and, what do you mean? You know what I mean. <laughs> and when you're tired, you go, you take it up, yeah. you take it up. So it's it's definitely different. But um, I did enjoy it, and you know what? If that's gonna if that's gonna get me into the team, you know why not? You talk about this, you know, the, a bit of building resilience this year. I suppose a, 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 a tough season. You're an extremely hard trainer, so playing dummy half of that key position. How important it is now that you get a, a free run of injury and get some some fitness up, some consistency up, and feel like you can find your best football again? Yeah, definitely not. I think, uh, especially playing hooker, I wouldn't mind putting on a bit of size, <laughs> sixty kilos, ringing wet. So I'll, I'll get in the gym and do my best. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it is massive. I, I, I feel when I've had a, a good preseason, it's led into a good season. But if I've had a sort of checkered one with a couple of injuries here and there, 
it, it sort of bites you towards the back end, I reckon. So, yeah, I definitely want to, you know, whatever, whatever the situation is, just, just get in there and, and rip in and, and, as you said, hopefully, you know, bring some consistency into my game. You've trained on, haven't you? The Tigers have trained on. Uh, unusual from Madge Maguire. Is that so, is that so he, you get a mindset of, we just keep going until the end of September? So that's, next year yeah. you're ready for it. Uh, that's, that's what he said to us. Yeah. yeah, he wants us to sort of, I suppose, get in that mindset of, of this is where we should be. Yeah. That's where we should be at. And I sort of, at the start, I was a bit like, I was a bit like, this is a bit weird. But, you know, when you sit there and think about it, it, it it's true. You know, you, you want to be there around around this time. And You're probably glad you've done it because now you're going to get a couple of months off. Oh, so Have good. You, so you my finished? Last, it was our last day yesterday. <laughs> and what was that? Oh, that's just a little bowls day. <laughs> <laughs> Barefoot? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a good day. I'm, I'll tell you, I've, I've felt better. Are you today. a bit dusty, are you? Nah, no. So, so when are you back now? To the West Tigers, you're back December? December 1? Yeah, about December, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's a good break. Oh, actually, now I think about it, I like the idea. You know, we get a good break and a couple of weeks before Chrissy and then... Another, yeah, another break Christmas break yeah. and yeah, he yeah. sounds dusty, doesn't he? Nah, he does. He sounds dusty. I'm only joking. These we... blokes throw you on the bus very quick. Yeah, <laughs> do you drink, do you drink mid strength or heavy? Yeah. Oh. No, I was on the Coke Zeros. Mate. Yeah. 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 Hey, you would have and played what? a lot against him, uh, Josh. Um, but the halfback Luke Brooks, have you seen 2019 him mature to a level where he can be spoken about? Some of those really composed halves. Oh, definitely. You know, I think um, he's just grabbed it, grabbed the team by the, by the scruff of the neck. You know, I think before he, he's got a he's a pretty shy guy bit of a shy personality not not um you know not the most outspoken bloke but now he, he realized that it, it is his team and i think it showed you know uh, towards the back end of the season there him and um lukey garner their combination was was unbelievable you know he, he was only poking his head through every time but as you said i think it's just because of brooks he, he just he's really you know found his groove and i, I only think he's going to get better thank you very much for joining us josh reynolds on nrl fan fest radio Good luck for 2020. Want to see a lot more of you next year. Thank and, you, mate. Thank and you. I hope you go and enjoy the fans. Good on you, mate. You. Josh Reynolds there as a part of Off the Bench and the NRL Fan Fest, a great initiative through the week. Hey, we'll take our final break. When we return, we're going to hear from Manly Star, arguably the best player in the game when he's fit, Tom Trevojevic. He is a superstar. We'll hear his thoughts ahead of the weekend's grand final and plenty more still to come. This is for Bob Jane T-Marts, who are your tyre and wheel specialists. You're listening to Off The Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart, tyre and wheel specialists. This is Off The Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart, tyre and wheel specialists. Yeah, it sure is. Welcome back to the program. Uh, Betty Jones, minus one Scott Sattler, who's uh, just getting the vocal cords prepared for Sunday's big NRL Nation call. The grand final between the Roosters and the Raiders. It's going to be a belt to ANZ Stadium. Big crowd, full house, entertainment, under lights. Doesn't get any better than that. Looking forward to it. I'm sure this guy would love to be out there playing in it as opposed to talking about it. I'm referring to Manly superstar Tommy Trevojevic. Celebrated a birthday through the week to Tommy and he caught up with uh, the NRL Nation team at the Fan Fest in the Sydney CBD to talk about his season, his injury battles and, of course, who he thinks might win on Sunday. Uh, Tommy Trevojevic, how are you, Tommy? Yeah, I'm really good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you very much for joining us. We spoke to your brother, Jake, uh, yesterday, myself and, and Badge on uh, our radio show and and he was down here on Monday rolling out all the uh, the artificial grass. Were you down here helping, or did the peck not allow you to do that? Yeah, mate. No, the peck was no good, so I would have loved to have been down here helping, but unfortunately, couldn't make it. So they, they made me turn up for the early shift this morning. How is the injury? Yeah, it's going well. I got out of the sling on Monday, so that was obviously good news. And, um, yeah, just got to hit the rehab now, get the range back, and uh, get the strength back. It would have been great um, in one way to see how the team 
rallied without you and, uh, and in- injuries to Joel Thompson, to, to Ciro, uh, to make the finals. But uh, I guess devastating to see they didn't, didn't uh, get right through to the prelim. Yeah, it was devastating and it was hard to watch. But I think that's, you know, the story of our year is we, you know, we, we had a lot of injuries, we had a lot of setbacks, but, you know, we kept, we kept fighting and we, we wanted to play finals footy and, and we did, which was great. Obviously, we would have liked to go in further, but that wasn't the case. But it's obviously a great building block for, for going on to next year. Talking about all the great fullbacks in the game, and you're one of them. Um, two of us are Sheck Tedesco. Do they make you want to be a better player? Oh, definitely. You know, you see what they do. You know, do you, you watch them? Yeah, definitely. I love watching my footy. So, um, you know, they probably name the best two going around at the moment. So, um, you know, you, you learn a lot of them, and just watching them, you, I guess, you're in all the players they are. And um, yeah, it's it's great that we've got so many great fullbacks in our game. Tell me about your mindset. Um, fullbacks in back in the day used to join in and make the extra man and do all that sort of stuff. I see you running like a front rower next oh, to the ruck. Why do you do that? Oh, look, um, you know, I just like <laughs> to get involved in the game, and um, you know, sometimes that's the way you got to get into it. But um, yeah, I think that's just I think it's a, it's a part of a fullbacks game these days. You've got to be, you know, pop up whenever you can, and you've you've got to help your, you know, your forwards out, and because um, they do all the tackling. So. Uh, yeah, that's, I guess, the reason why, and, um, you know, it's enjoyable sometimes. Yeah, I actually enjoyed watching you. A couple of games where you, when, when you guys went up tempo and you slotted in and around dummy half, even even first receiver. I see Clint Gutherson do that a lot yep. at Parramatta too. Um, so you just want to be around the footy, don't you? And, and that roving, I, I, I think some fullbacks don't kind of get that you have got, you're the extra man all over the park for your team, aren't you? Yeah, look, um, I think... Something Des was really, really big on this year is you know we got we had two great dummy halves that could you know use the ball very well and you know you got a forward pack with Marty Adden and Jake in it you know they're going to generate a lot of go forward and you know you can look out wide there might be space but the the money's through the middle and uh, you know playing off players like Appy and Manasseh you, you get a lot of joy. Off. So that's, Blake. Yeah. Wow. He was what awesome. A season. He was awesome for us this year and uh, yeah like he generated a lot of go forward for us and. You know, just playing with those dummy halves, you, you, we seem to get a lot of joy off it. I love getting the interpretations and, and the mindsets of different players, Tommy, and, and what a coach means to them. And everyone's got a different perspective. But Desi Hasler, what has he brought to this team that's been able to go from 15th to being a grand final threat? Yeah, look, he, just just the mentality of him. You know, if you've ever met Desi, you, you'd know the type of bloke he is and... Um, you know, everything he says he means, everything he says he's worked on. And, uh, yeah, he just, just brought a lot of, especially around defence, he brought a lot of principles and he, you know, hardened us up in a sense around around our D. Because if you look at our, our last year, we attacked really well, but we let a, we let a lot of let a tries in. And this year we were able to stop those tries. And, and that was the reason we did win more games than we did the previous. Have you heard about Desi's training ethic when he was a, a player? I, I have heard about Absolutely it. Absolutely crazy. He used to run behind the bus in England, didn't he? he, he yep, yeah, yeah. we were on tour with him. Yeah, um, and and, and we, while we were starting to get into proper um, you know, weight work and gym stuff, Desi did all this uh, body, body weight. You know, he could do, like I don't know, 800 chin-ups yeah. in a row. Chins and, and lips. Ridiculous. Chins and lips. He was just body weight. <laughs> so powerful so strong and doing like core strength stuff yeah 20 years before anyone else yeah he even back back in the day when um he said he was coaching back at manly oh 2011 was his last year but matty ballon who's works at the club now said that he would 
we would beat him in everything. Like, I'd always yeah. have challenges in the gym and he let himself, He's let himself go a bit well, now, he's, he's hip scorned, so he can't, he's hobbling <laughs> around at the moment. He's probably, he's probably scared to take me on. But, um, <laughs> you don't do chins with your hip. Yeah. Oh, look, um, he's, he's a bit washed up at the moment, but yeah. he's a good coach. Oh, so. a bit washed up. That'll get back. He's a good coach. Don't you want to stay at Manly, you and your brother? I thought oh, you... We do, but um, yeah, he's a great coach, mate. Love working for him. Hey, can we, we can stay, on that, stay on that point? <laughs> Um, and there's been a lot of speculation about your future. I don't know. You've still got a year to go yeah, or so. Yeah. But um, a, a, when does all that start? Or when do you hope to get all that sorted? You and, your, and you, you've got a younger brother too coming through. Yeah, a younger brother. Who's, he just turned 18. So, um, you know, obviously obviously we, we want to stay at Manly. There was a lot of speculation this year, but we didn't really look into it too much. We've still got another year left at, at, left at Manly. And, um, yep. look, hopefully we can sort it out before, before the season starts and, um, I guess, get it out of the way. But, uh, look, We've got plenty of time for that. Don't, don't let them try and con yeah. you too, or your local boys and all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, they will, yeah. Hey? Except a bit less. Yeah. How old? How, mate, have, sorry. You, have you met my brother, mate? He'll, he'll be taking every dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is he, you should have him as your manager. What yeah. about your younger brother? How, what's his name? Uh, ben. So, yeah, he's a good, good player. Yeah, he, went, he played, um, played SG Ball this year. They were, made the grand final. Unluckily mm. lost to Illawarra, but played a bit of 20s as well. So, he plays centre, second row. Um, you know, very similar build to me, but yeah, it goes good. Tommy, you've played against both the sides. Is it fair to say they've got completely different styles? Yeah, they do. Um, you know, Roosters, I think the way they've been playing the last couple of months, they've, you know, been the form side of the comp and, um, you know, Canberra, they they're just find a way to win. I think that's been their main, main thing this year is those close games, they just find a way and um, that's a big quality going in, into grand finals, but, you know, that Roosters side, they're going to be a tough one to beat. You played a lot of rep footy with um, some of those Roosters yep. players too, hey? And, uh, yep. and, and James Tedesco at the back block of mentioned, uh, mentioned before, if, if he's on song and Keery's playing good footy and they, they, there's just something about them that, that they exude confidence. Yeah, that look, comes with the rep games too. Yeah, look, if, if those two players are on song on the weekend, you know, Roosters don't lose. So um, that's, how, that's how important they are to that side. So I think Canberra's got to go in with the mentality to try and you know stop them too because you know they, they, they both those players can win a game on their own yeah. um, but look I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a really good really good game and um, you know, who knows what will happen the Raiders are, see I've got the, I was asked this question where can the Raiders win I think we've only got them covered in one area ball stealing we're better at, <laughs> better at that how do you where, how do you go with that did when did the news filter through to the clubs and the players that it was okay to to peel off and steal this year. Oh, we always knew. Like, we, but it wasn't we, last year, was it? No, this was the first year, I think. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was last year, but you know, it only really started. So yeah, it was this year. But um, you know, you watch the other sides do it. You just try to work out their core, what they were trying to say, because obviously they right. all they would call something and all drop off. So you just try and work it out. And then what was your call? Steal. Well, we, did, we didn't have yeah. one. We didn't, didn't have one. <laughs> I didn't know. So, <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. Now, we, we read about the Johns boys for so many years, two brothers growing up, doing a lot of work together in the backyard and, and getting combinations. You and Jake are the same growing up. Did you work on a lot of parts of the game, being different positions, obviously, but to just improve your, your combination? Oh, look, you, ne- you didn't really work on, on a specific part. But, like, as a kid, you know, you played a lot of footy. Um, we were lucky enough to live across the road from a park, so we were across the road, you know, most afternoons. with the, There's four, four boys, uh, so... With all of them playing well, the other, footy. The other thing about that is you're gonna when you play the game of footy, you're gonna follow someone who can get you the ball. Yeah, Jake can get you the footy. He can, yeah. Look, I think that's a big part of us as, as a team, and you know, Jake's so important to us because you know you're not a, a only only you know solo to middle, but 
he has a lot of ball playing ability and he helps the halves out and uh, he allows you know that, that, that extra option. So uh, it's really good. Thanks very much for joining us on NRL Fan Fest uh, Radio, uh, Tommy, and thanks for coming down and helping out. You're so great with the kids. So, no worries uh, at all. And hope you enjoy Sunday. Yeah, it'll be good. Thank and you. Good luck with the me. injury as well. Thank you. So the Tommy Turbo there, what a star he is. Can't wait to see him back fit and firing in 2020. Hey, this has been Off the Bench for Bob, Jane T-Marts. This is generally where I'd say Sats have a good week, but uh, he's not with us tonight. He's going to be there on Sunday, though. You can bet your bottom dollar for the NRL Nation call of the Roosters and the Raiders Grand Final. It should be a belter. May the best team win if you're a Roosters or a Raiders fan. Good luck. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the night. Hope it's a memorable one for you. Thanks for joining us here on Off the Bench. We will be back, though, same time next week. You're listening to Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart, tyre and wheel specialists.